0: That is why we find in the same house where six people are living, one gets cold. Not at all get cold at a time, every time. Because this man has lost the resistance, the tendency to face the onslaught of these bacterias and viruses. So Swamiji says life is constantly having the situations which are tending to press it down. We find it, is it not? Every time we want to come up, do something wonderful. Even if I ask you to come here and give a lecture or recite a poem, something will be pulling you down, is it not, from inside? This is a real psychological phenomenon, is it not? Something inside pulls you. Even for the simple thing that you are the smart girl, something inside pulls, some heavy weight is pulling down. So when that weight is pulling down, if you can really feel, forget all your CDs, all your books, all the lectures we give, just go inside and ask, Hey Girija, What is that that is pulling you down? Swamiji called me, hey smart girl, get up. What is it that is not accepting it? What is it pulling me down? When Swamiji told intelligent man, what is the answer? Why am I not accepting it? What is it that is pulling down? You have to face that psychological phenomenon which is happening inside. Things are not outside. You see, outside world is the same. It is in the same outside world Osama Bin Laden hits Pentagon and the WTC. And it is in the same world our Rana shoots every target correctly. It is in the same world that we miss our targets. You know about Rana? The ace shooter in Indian, this one athletics. What is What was his full name? Huh? Jaspal Rana. So all these things are happening in the same world, but something inside is changing. And that inside makes the difference. And if we have to awaken the giant, we have to face the obstacles which are preventing the giant from awakening. Hundreds of obstacles are there. We will not take up all the obstacles. But the same approach can be adopted to all the obstacles. The approach of facing. Do you face? Today in the newspaper you have read about India, Indo-Pak series. What is the sensational news? Huh? No, Ganguly is not willing to open the innings. That is a discussion going on. Ganguly will come in the first or beginning or in the middle or end, where he will go. Because Shoei Akhtar is there. Is it not? So that was a problem. How far it is true, we don't know. But this is a dilemma in Indian team for Ganguly. Face. Suppose if I ask any of you, if I take you into the Indian team, Team India, what you will do? Very quickly you answer because I wanted to avoid asking questions, but there is no other way because we are having live discussion, not prepared talk. Suppose I say, What is your name? Balram. Ah, oh, Balram. Hey Balram. Indian team ko bal ja opening batsman okay jawogai. Huh? Jaya. Kaisa Jaya. Yes, that is correct, jayega, jaki kya karega What he is telling is natural, it is correct. Suppose if I am called, I will say yes. If I say no, then the question arises, why you are telling no? No, I may fail, is it not? Whether I will be able to do justice, doing justice or getting success are all those things secondary. But are you willing to face that situation? Yes, let me go. Before entering the field, before tying the pads, before putting on the gloves, taking the bat, getting down into the pitch and facing the first ball of Shoaib Bhaktar, we are telling whether I will be able to hit six or four. So this imaginary something has come up, is it not? You have not faced any ball from Shoaib Bhaktar, but still the mind is bringing something as an obstacle, is it not? Is it not? Really it is happening in our mind, if you watch yourself. That's why I told the outlook other things are not important. You are very important. Take possession of yourself. Watch yourself. What is happening to me? The reaction is from me, is it not? I am telling I will not be able to play. Why? You go there and have a duck. That is different thing. But before going, entering into the field, tying the pads, or facing even one over, you are telling you can't do anything. So this is the obstacle, psychological obstacle, called brute, jangli. Yei jangli So once in Swamiji's life, a beautiful incident happened. Learning from that incident, standing in the platform of New York, Swamiji says, This is the one lesson I have learned in my life. Face the brute. One day Swamiji was going on the streets of Varanasi. On one side there was a big wall. On On the other side there was a pond. So, as Swamiji was walking slowly, suddenly from the tree, a group of monkeys jumped down and they started chasing Swamiji, the great Swamiji who told, Abhi, Abhi, be fearless, be fearless. Which scientist has ever found out the infinite power that is lurking inside the mortal frame of yours? Swamiji says, scientists, scientists they have not yet found out the power which is lurking inside human beings. They have found out the power in the atoms and molecules, in the protons and neutrons. But inside man, what power is there? No scientist has ever discovered, except Indian rishis and Munis. Such a Swamiji, who said, I am terror to terror, I am death to death. What can put me to death? What can frighten me? Such a great Swamiji, seeing the group of monkeys, he started running. For us, group of monkeys are not required. One monkey is sufficient, is it not? So Swamiji started running, more Swamiji ran. See, this is a lesson as a student, you have to keep it in mind, both for your studies, as well as for your profession, as well as for every approach in life. As Swamiji started running, all the monkeys chased. They ran more faster. Some of the monkeys pulled Swamiji's dhoti. Some of the monkeys clawed at Swamiji. Some of them started biting. Swamiji began to run more faster. Monkeys also started chasing him. Just at that time, from the other side of the pond, he heard a voice. "Hey, veer, hey shurveer, ruko, hi, ka samna karo. Face the brute. Don't run. What a voice it was. What a message. Why are you running? You are a great hero. How much energy is inside? Strength is inside. Then Swamiji turned like this. And what a personality he was. moment he turned, there was a magical transformation the same monkeys which were chasing him, they started running back. Swamiji stood there with his tremendous masculine body facing the group of monkeys and he was willing to fight now. The giant was awakened. See, first he was like a pygmy running, is it not like an ordinary man? What can I do? With such people. What can I do? You know Prayatna karne hi So the giant got crushed, suppressed and moment he heard the voice, the Vedanta, the Upanishadic voice You are the Atman, the reservoir of infinite strength and power Teach yourselves, teach everyone his real nature Call upon the sleeping soul and see how it awakes Purity will come, power will come Glory will come, all that is excellent shall come when the sleeping soul is awakened to self-conscious activity. This is the message that Swamiji gives to the youth of India. Teach yourselves, teach everyone his real nature that you are a giant, you are a great master. Why do you run seeing the challenges and the hardships and the failures of life? Swamiji stood back, all the monkeys ran away and the giant again started his journey, onward march. Standing on the platform of New York, Swami told, this is a lesson we have to learn in this life. Whenever challenges, whenever great adventures, whenever failures, whenever fear, whenever drawbacks, they confront you, encounter it, meet it, face it. And moment you face, what happens? Everything vanishes. In facing, we understand the truth of the obstacle. Is it not? Not by running away. Chemistry is there. I take up the chemistry book. I find this problem is tough. If I close it, if I throw it, if I try to copy it, all these things are like running away. But if I put forth my effort, if I accept, if I resolve, I am not going to leave this chemistry now. Without finishing this problem, I will not get up moment you put that resolution, really, intensely, emotionally, with great fury of the passion, you will find tremendous energy surging ahead. This literally happens, and that is why challenges are kept in life, so that the giant will be awakened. But what we do is we run away, is it not? Because we run away, we are unwilling to face the brute. The giant stays, he says, let the challenge come, I am a hero. I am not an ordinary man, I want challenges. I want adventures. Ordinary things are for mediocre people. Small, small things. Let them take it. For me, I want failures. I am ready to face failures. I want death. I want great challenges. I want great hardships. Because they alone are ornament for me, is it not? Veroon ki shobha kisme hai. Bade bade adventurous Not in the ordinary things. So Swamiji told, this is a lesson we have to learn in life that face the brute. When fear comes, in our mind, during examination, don't run away. Face the fear. Where does the fear come? Why am I being crippled? What has happened to me? Has the examination started? Have I seen the question paper? Has the results appeared in the newspaper? Without all these things, what is causing fear inside me? See, the beauty of this approach, is it not? Before the examination, we are afraid, is it not? What is it? What is frightening us? If you face that bro, don't run away. So this fear used to haunt me also. I told one example that how I solved the mathematics problem after the SLC was over, is it not? But after all the problems were solved, immediately I found as if a great door has been opened in my heart. Now I am recollecting all those incidents. At that time, I never had this idea that it will be useful for the lecture. Because I had no idea of personality development or Swami Vivekananda or anything, so this fear of examination, and that is how I got the story of the specs. So when I cleared my SSLC, everybody told, SSLC college ki studies nahi hai. These are all two different things. Don't think SSLC school, uh, the school level and college level are same. They are different. You have to work hard. You have to study. Bus. I also became a bookworm within six or twelve months. I got the specs. It really started from my first year. So first year for every examination you need not bother about me. Normally we don't tell our life incidents. But just to tell that even an ordinary insignificant man like me can do. You also can do it. It's a small thing, but small things lay the foundation for big things. A small incident can trigger great thing in life. We don't know how small things are causing so many big things. So I studied in Bombay, Dhanukar College. If you go to Ville Parle, anybody has seen Ville Parle? Where our Parle biscuits are manufactured. Nobody has seen Ville Parle. Oh, nobody has gone to Bombay. So we used to study in ML Dhanukar College. So first year I studied, so much I studied, but I got very less mark. And I thought, really college level is very tough. It is beyond my caliber. Then after thinking, 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 I became so disgusted. That ultimately, what will happen to me if I don't study so much? After studying, I got less mark. Then I thought, let us try the other way. Why not? Let us face this challenge. So during the examination time, we used to carry the college books. Till the last bell is given, we'll be going on looking like this. So suddenly one friend, friend will come and tell, Hey, a question, a hey, paper leak out. A eh question important. This question is sure to appear. Immediately, so much of shivering, so much of perspiration, and whatever we have read, that also we will forget. And immediately we will shift what is this page number? Which chapter? And by that time we read, the bell goes. And professor will be shouting, hey, come on, come on. Some of them avoid this by keeping bits. Writing here and there, everywhere, they go inside. In Hyderabad, they had arranged such a way that as soon as the question paper comes out, somebody had slipped the question paper through the window. The next year, boy, he had kept a big vehicle and there in the loudspeaker will announce, answer for this question is on such and such and boys will write. (laughs) But these people cannot clear the interview, you see. Because in interview, you can't go on speaking the answer in the loudspeaker. There is no question paper, there is a direct encounter, is it not? Somebody asks, then we reply. So, second year, what I decided was, if I don't take the book, what will happen to me? Then ultimately, I came to the conclusion, there can be only two things that can happen to me. One is, I can join the group of boys who have cleared second year. Or I will join the group of boys who are willing to stay in the first year itself. Who like first year very much, stay in the first year itself. So I stopped taking the book. This is a real story, not a joke. And I have been utilizing this story to inspire myself. I am the key and I am the door. I am the image and I am the shilpi. I myself have to carve myself out through my own inspiration. But we depend on outsiders, outside gadgets, outside things. So second year... Dhanukar college i simply stopped taking the textbooks so moment i went to the college wah wow, ye a genius medhavi agaya hai so all the boys were, many of our own friends who were in our circle they were all criticizing ragging teasing wah ye to hero hai pata nahi kab zero banega. somebody told it to ramdas ka bhai hai to bindas hai in our college we used to say ramdas ka bhai bindas bano bindas so this is the message face the brood bano bindas this Bindas word is here, no? So then I told, Aray, Ramdas ka Bindas nahi, kya hoga? ka hoga ho? Then simply I left it. That year I got good amount of marks. College gave me a cash award. And as a meritorious student, we got extra library card. Really it happened. At that time, I had no idea as I told. So the third year came. Then I decided, once confident, forever confident. So let us turn our attention on the positive side. Let us face this. Once you face what happens, you know, the inner powers, they come out. So far what I did was, I believed in the book. I believed in the leakage of question paper. I believed on my friends. Moment I stopped all these things, closed this door. Immediately the inner energy which was waiting, it wants honor, is it not? The God inside wants honor. Give full attention to him. Full honor, full respect to him. He told, moment this man respected, I came out. So the second year, I got merit scholarship and extra library merit card for taking four books. Normally, we can take two books in the library card. We could take four books. Then third year, I told, if this is the case, why not give rest for my brain before going to examination? So I used to sleep for one and a half hour before examination. And that year, I stood first in the college in one of the subjects. If you go and take the souvenir, you will find my name and I got ML Dhanukar award. Now I am myself surprised. If without knowledge that can happen, after hearing all these things, if we can voluntarily consciously do these things, how much more we can do, is it not? and fourth year, I cleared without any problem no fear of examination no trepidation no wavering or oscillation of the mind I told hereafter, depend on yourself Face the brute because when you take up this hard work this perseverance this challenge what happens? by not facing the brute trying to depend on the support trying to get external help What happens? There is a beautiful story, with that I shall close, Uh, one more thought I will give. How to program the mind through the NLP technique. There was a small boy, so he was a student to whom zoology was very interesting. So one day they had come about this butterfly and other things and in that school they had the open school system. So they will take the students to the open ground and they will say this is the leaf, see the leaf, see the chlorophyll how the osmosis is taking place. These are the roots. So exactly take, they will take the students to the ground and then show, dig the ground and see the roots, see the stem, the pollen grains on the hibiscus flower. And then they were teaching and then told, this is cocoon, this is larva, and this is how butterfly comes inside from the shell and then burst, explodes the shell, comes out and flies like a free one. So this is how it started, like a small worm, insignificant. Then something imprisoned it, is it not? It was totally kept closed Breaking all the barriers Facing the challenge That larva, that cocoon, simply broke the shell, is it not? That is how it happens, is it not? Then when it comes out, it gets wings and flies So this small boy, out of his great sympathy He told, I will do some service to this larva, this cocoon Simply he broke the shell The butterfly came out And simply waited there, after few hours it died Then he told the teacher, Teacher, you see what has happened? In spite of my help, this butterfly has died. Teacher patted him on the back and told my child, what have you done? You have made him depend on you instead of depending on himself. God has provided this terrific challenge to that worm that as he goes on hitting the shell cocoon in the tremendous perseverance, in the tremendous hard work In facing that shell, that challenge, how to break it, as he goes on struggling, there is a secretion in the body and that secretion turns into wings. And that breaks the shell and it comes out flying like a free butterfly. What you have done is, you have removed the obstacle, removed the hardship, you have removed the challenge, you have thrown the brute which this larva had to face. And what happened, it came down as an ordinary fly. It could not have the wings. So in our life, all these challenges are like to bring out the psychological secretion of immense faith in oneself and through that we will have wings of fire. As our president has written, wings of fire, not ordinary wings. So these challenges, when removed, what happens? If you don't face that, you come out like an ordinary butterfly but without wings. Then this boy learned a great lesson. Then he told, Madam, That means, all these challenges, which are constantly keeping us as if somebody inside a shell, are they all for bringing out the inner power? Teacher told, yes, that is how God's creation is. See the beautiful concept. It is a real story. In one of the school it happened. Boy had broken the shell. The larva had come out. It had become butterfly, but it stood like butter without flying. Because while it comes out from the shell, it has to hit with its own body the shell that is covering it, the shell that is imprisoning it. So while hitting and doing this exercise, facing the brute fighting, there is a chemical reaction and through that chemical reaction, wings emerge out. And as soon as the shell is broken, it comes and flies. So in our life also, when challenges are there, troubles are there, difficulties are there, face it, be with it, stand with it. Become friend of it. Put your hands on the shoulders of the problem. Tell, hello friend, how are you? I would like to meet you. Give me a handshake. Who are you? Are you fear? Yes, hello fear. Who are you? What are you doing to me? What is happening to me? Why this friend who is inside me, not from outside, is it not? Why is he creating a problem? Is it an external problem or internal problem? Face it. What is this fear? Why am I afraid? What has happened to me? As you go on, just... Cogitating on this, brooding on this, meditating, meditating on this, slowly as you struggle to throw it out, slowly you will find you are getting wings. It is a psychological attempt to face the brute that brings, that gives you wings of fire. So how to do this, how to bring out the wing so that we can flutter in the external world like a free bird? There is an excellent program called a Neurolingual Programming. Whatever comes in the mind as we told, as I am weak, we saw in the bowl. I am depressed, I am helpless, all these thoughts, I am a failure. Stay in the mind and through the mind they enter into the channel of two nervous system we have got. There are no biology students, this is another one biology student was there. How many types of nerves we have got? Yeah? Normally we have got two types of nerves. One is afferent nerve and another is afferent nerve, sensory and the motor. Sensory nerves take the message inside. A motor nerve brings it. There is a mosquito biting. That sensation is taken through the sensory nerve. It goes into the mind, and then from that, there is another messaging system. Motor nerves take the message, hit the mosquito. I hit it. Is it not? So, external experiences, others' opinion, my own opinion, they all have gone inside through the sensory nerves. And from there, these motor nerves are bringing it out. So these messages, these experiences, problems, unresolved challenges, they all stay inside and slowly percolate into our nervous system. That is why we say we have become nervous, is it not? When we are afraid, we say we have become nervous. So how to change the network of nervous system? We have got so many networks in the electronic systems. In the mobile phone, we have got a network. So, how to change the network of nerves so that positive message will emerge? This is called neurolingual programming of the mind. Now we shall see. These two young friends will show how the neurolingual programming can be used for our own help. So, we found morning, this girl Girija, when we told smart, she could not accept. So, we found in the Case of that girl, that one failure had put a bar to her enthusiasm, is it not? So, there we see that girl as a tumbler. So, it is a pure tumbler, put some water, the distilled water. Half. Hmm. Ah, so, this is how the past experiences have gone into the mind. These are all real incidents as it is happening in our mind. So, as her mind was without any disturbance, Without any depression, without any problem, it was simple as it is. So the first failure it had gone inside, created a cloudy uh, atmosphere, everything became dark, now you put. So this is how our mind gets coloured into that. See, such a distilled, transparent mind as this thought went inside, what has happened now? Everything has become so clouded, so dark, So dense, with that mind only we have to face the world, is it not? It is this mind with which we have to work, shape our destiny. Suppose if there is a knife with which I have to do an operation. If that knife itself is blunt, what I can do? So if my mind itself, which I have to use for developing my own personality, has become dark, so whatever I will look through this mind, how it will appear? It will appear dark. Because it is the mind, totally dark it has become. So the neuro programming says, how it has become dark, because there was an experience. That experience got stored up in the unconscious cell of our mind. So whenever we want to approach the world, that particular darkness, that negative aspect comes to our mind, is it not in the forefront? And through that when we look at the world, we think everything is failure. The way we look at the world The look at objects, the seen objects undergo a change So the neurolingual programming method says Turn back your mind whenever there is darkness And say 8 semesters I have passed So that is a transparent water What I have done 8 times I can repeat it again Go on putting it Put 8 glass of water in that So this is one glass of failure we saw. Eight glasses of success are being poured. You see what is happening now slowly the denseness, the dark cloud, stop it, already seven glasses are over. So this is called the ink pot method of creating success pattern in the mind. Mind is like a kaleidoscope. Have you seen kaleidoscope? Kaleidoscope is a It's a small pipe in which three mirrors are kept in a triangular shape and at one end it is closed and if you put broken bangle pieces inside due to the reflection of the image in the three mirrors which are kept so reflections are again reflected, it forms a beautiful pattern. Just as you roll, as the bangle pieces change their colors and position you get another design but the same bangle pieces are inside. So inside the mind We had both the distilled water in the beginning and the external experience went inside, is it not? And made it black. If we can make the distilled water come again by focusing our attention on the previous successes what happens as you think those successes those previous honors which we had gained all come to the surface layer of the mind. As they come to the surface layer of the mind what happens? Everything becomes transparent and the dark image, what has happened to the dark color? It has gone down, is it not? moment dark color goes down and the transparent color comes, you will be able to see the world differently because the vision has changed, the outlook has changed, the attitude has changed and now you see, Oh, punam, I failed in one semester but I have passed in eight semester, is it not? Why not I take up that punam who had passed in eight semester and focus my attention? So as you program this, whenever you find dangers, challenges, if you get sufficient time one day before, create the success pattern in the mind. Every experience has left, all experiences, they have left a pattern, a road. So moment failure comes, mind takes that road. Voluntarily, consciously, bring the old picture of success in front of it. Moment you bring this picture, it is like changing the kaleidoscopic pattern. And the the whole message enters into your network of nervous system. As you go on repeating this image again and again and again and again, after some time you will find the seven glasses of distilled water has simply thrown the dark water out of existence. It really happens and it really happens in negative cases also. Many of our cricketers, they have scored ducks, they have scored centuries also and they have got injuries also. So whenever they see the man, the fastballer who had injured them, immediately the old picture comes to their face, to their mind. So moment mind captures that, if you are alert, you can say, get out, rascal. Why do you come at this time and color my vision? Get out. And voluntarily, consciously think that that was the time when I had got triple century. Moment you utter the word, triple century, triple century, triple century. These words... This thinking slowly brings out that seven years of success, that triple century, and you will find the cloud has already gone out. You are the full moon. Clouds had come, but throw them out by neuro-linguistic programming. So this is one secret. How to do it? This I will tell and close my talk and give time to you for question answers. You have to fix the goal of your life. Suppose if any one of you want to become a collector... Fix the goal that I want to become a collector, create an image sitting in the collector office and then give it to your mind before sleeping, imagine that I have already become a collector and then people are coming and attending to me, I am giving orders, doing a lot of development works in the village, politicians are coming and meeting me and I am getting the award for the best collector in the state. And while doing it, not only image, imagining, it's called dreaming. Abdul Kalam Azad, he says, dream. But dreaming alone won't do. Dreaming has to be engineered. So this was a dream in the mind of an architect, is it not, this building? So the imagination, the dream came into the blueprint, is it not? How it came? The engineer took the pen, took the blue paper and put it. So that is called hard work. It is called engineering the imagination. Not only we set the goal, do everything necessary in the external world for achieving it. It is called, the new, it is a new trend, imagineering. Imagining and engineering it. So when you, jo- when you imagine, it is called a dream. When you engineer it, it becomes a vision achieved. So the neuro programming give the goal that I want to become a collector, I want to become a scientist, I want to become an economist or ecologist, put the goal, intensely feel it again and again and again, imagine it before sleep as you go on imagining yourself as the final goal that I am the collector, I am the collector, people are coming and meeting me, I am giving awards in many schools as a chief guest, I am being awarded the best collector in the state, slowly it will go on sinking like the seven glasses of water poured. As it goes on sinking inside, that picture gets settled in the unconscious. So when you apply for the ICS or anything, the unconscious impressions slowly come out. And along with that, if you engineer your dream, read all the books necessary for that, take the training for appearing in the UPSC examinations, go to the personality development classes, try to build up positive thoughts strong thoughts, courageous thoughts, inspiring thoughts, slowly you will find these thoughts go and settle inside and create a nervous association with this programming. What program you have given, what software you have put, the brain, the hardware accepts it. It has accepted the one semester failure, is it not? Is it not? In one semester she failed, the brain accepted. If one failure can be accepted so strongly, if you go on imagining the eight successes, how much more depth, how much more power it can create, is it not? So that neuro programming can be successful when you face the brute first, face the challenge, face the difficulty, don't run away, don't avoid it. Face it, be with it, solve it, overcome it and then put this neuro programming. Whenever there is a failure, whenever there is a... Su- Challenge, whenever there is a hard problem, I will not run away. Imagine yourself as a person who is constantly facing the brute. Create that picture inside the mind. Give that photograph to your mind. And as you go on doing it for six months or one one year before sleeping, it slowly goes, percolates from the conscious to the unconscious mind. And without your knowledge, you'll find you are working wonders. And then when somebody will come to you for interviewing and then ask, Sir, how did you do it? Then you will say, Once upon a time, I was dreaming all these things. Is it not? All great men, Napoleon, Indira Gandhi, Washington, Abraham Lincoln, they all tell once upon a time in our child we had dreamed. We had imagined. And we engineered it to success through this neuro programming. Abraham Lincoln as a small boy used to come and stand near the American presidential palace and used to imagine sitting inside the chair of the president, sitting inside the hall on the chair of the president. Used to imagine that I am already the president of America. And then engineered it with external hard work, perseverance, enthusiasm, patience, skill, and smart work. So this is what requires so far that one has to face a brute. Don't run away as you try to approach the goal. There may be backslidings, there may be some slips. Abraham Lincoln lost in one or two elections. But he never gave up. It all, the goal has been fixed. I have to reach there. One or two slips. One or two failures. What is there? There is a delay. There is a delay in my approaching. But what of that? Maybe that delay is good. It is trying to give more experience in my life. Gather that experience. Go ahead. Wake. Arise. And stop not till the goal is reached. So keep these ideas in the mind. That you are the key. You are the door. And you have to face the brute. And when you face the brute... That is a time for the giant to awaken. So in the army we find when ordinary people are fighting, commander in chief will not come. Commander in chief will come only when the enemy commander in chief will come. King will come only when the opponent king comes. A king does not go and fight with ordinary people. In the chess, you will find, normally king does not go and attack a pawn. A rani does not go and attack a pawn. Pawn attacks a pawn. Is it not? Sometimes elephant attacks. Sometimes horse, sometimes bishop. But we keep Rani for attacking whom? The opponent Raja. So that is the challenge, that is the respect the giant wants. So these challenges, these hardships, the pressing situations of life, the unemployment, the necessity to stand on your own, will start your own business. All these things are like challenges, asking you to face the brute so that when you face the brute, like the larva, As you go on facing the brute and work hard and struggle, there is a great psychological secretion. Tremendous power, tremendous energy is awakened and then you also become a giant. So with this thought sharing, we will conclude this session. We will give time for some question answers. We can select it. You can give We can stand, yes. The first question itself contains the answer. There are few questions. Beautiful questions are there, I think. How to maintain the tempo that you have created today? How do I maintain the tempo? I gave you the programming. Program your mind. Imagine this session again and again in the mind, before you sleep and as soon as you get up in the morning. What a wavelength my mind was in. What enthusiasm I had. Imagine it again and again and again and again. As you think, so you become. These are all simple laws, but we don't accept it because the mind has become so powerful, we have become so mechanical, we simply type talking with others. We don't do everything consciously, is it not? Driving the car, we talk. Similarly, living, we are unconscious. Always remind before you sleep and before you get up. I am great. I am strong. I am intelligent. I can do anything and everything. So you yourself have to keep the tempo. Try to find a method, a way to keep the tempo. Don't depend on others. I am only like a crutch, a suggestion. Fire is inside you. I am like a matchbox. Everybody is like a matchbox for others. You rub, the fire comes out. But we are told that we ourselves are the matchstick and the matchbox. We are the key and the door. We are the image and we are the sculptor. How can youth create a bridge between materialistic and spiritualism of life according to Swamiji's teaching? This is a beautiful question. Actually there is no difference between materialism and spiritualism. We differentiate it. Why we differentiate, we don't know. We have accepted the prevailing custom of thinking. There is no difference between spirituality and materialism. In the normal level, there is a difference. If you go on running behind the sense enjoyment, that is called materialism. But spirituality says, man can shape his own destiny. Man is the master of his own future. Man can do anything and everything. The God whom you are worshiping outside is already inside. There's a beautiful story which I would like to narrate. After creating this world, this universe, one day God called a meeting of all the devatas. He told See, I have created, but I have not given any quality or power or strength to any of these people in my creation. So I have got immense qualities, goodness, strength, power. Take this and distribute one-one to all the beings whom I have created. So Devatas planned and they discussed, okay, we will give one-one quality to all living beings. Cunningness we will give to jackal. Boldness to lion. So, so many qualities are there, so they distributed. Then they decided, but be careful. There is one being in this world about whom we have to be very, very, very careful. Who is That, that is man. He is not an ordinary being. Any time he can do anything and we can't believe the immense possibilities that are lying inside. So be intelligent. Don't give anything of God to him. He is already great. If you give anything, he will supersede us. So Devatas will be under man. Now moon is under man, is it not? We have landed on the moon. We can control moon. We can even control stars. There are some students in our Ramakrishna Mission Vidyalaya. They have invented an artificial moon. How to put an artificial moon on the sky? We can do it. Nothing can stop us. Because we have done so many things, is it not? First we thought we can't go to moon, is it not? Nobody can land on moon. We have landed on moon. Nobody thought we can fly in the air like crows or birds. When Wright brothers first told, we can fly, and they told, today we are going to give a demonstration that in this flying machine, we will fly for half an hour and come back. So there one person was standing with his friends. This plane will never start. You know, this is all drama, this plane will never lift up. And within two or three minutes, the engine started, and the first aeroplane started going up. Immediately they told, this will never come down now. And after half an hour, making a round of one kilometer, they came and landed. So they wanted to find the man who told, this will not start and stop. By the time he had disappeared. (laughs) So this is how things happen, you see. So God's power was distributed to everybody except man. So when these devatas came back, God will have you distributed? Yes, yes, everything we have done to all. Really to everybody? Ah, Everybody. But God was very clever, you see. He knows the qualities of devatas. They are like politicians. They're always afraid of the strong party. So they told, uh-huh, we have given everything to everybody. What you have given to man? Oh God, sorry, sorry, we have forgotten man. told, don't worry, if you have forgotten to give my qualities, there is nothing wrong. I will myself go and sit in his heart. And that is why God is inside our heart, trying to call us constantly. Be great, be full of knowledge be full of strength, be always joyful. That is the inner nature of us constantly urging, propelling, provoking us to seek knowledge, seek strength, seek power, seek joy. Everything we are seeking is it not? because it is our real nature. And somebody told, because God is inside, we are searching everywhere except inside. And therefore we are not getting. If we go inside two feet, then we will get it. There is a great Marwadi, very clever man, he was going in a train, so he was counting two lakhs of rupees. The other passenger was a pickpocketer. So he decided, yes, today we will pick this up. So the pickpocket had gone to the bathroom. Night, nine o'clock, this Marwadi put the two lakhs of rupees under his pillow. So whenever at night this Marwadi will go to the bathroom, this thief will get up and search everything, but he could not get. Thirty-four hours of journey continued like this. And just one hour before he was to get down at the particular station, the thief had gone to the bathroom and Marwadi picked up that two lakhs of rupees under his pillow. And when thief came back, he saw Marwadi counting. <laughs> then he told, Gajab ki hai, Aap hamare bhi guru <laughs> So where did you keep these two lakhs of rupees? He told, I just kept it under your pillow. I know that you will search everywhere except that. <laughs> it was already under your pillow. You could have taken it any time. So similarly, already it is inside, but we are searching outside. So when you understand that spirituality and materialism are the same, India will develop at galloping speed. Work is worship. Either in the collector office or in the government office or in the railway platform, wherever there is, every action is a worship because it is coming from inside God. It is coming from inside me. Every work, every response is a honor for me. That is how youth can transform work into worship and help in development of India. I think I have a lot of enthusiasm inside me, but think that my health does not support it. Can I overcome it? Why not? Put this question always, why not? What is preventing from me? Face the brute. If my health is not there, face it, I am not healthy. What I should do now? What is the solution? Winners concentrate on the solution. Losers invent problems. (coughs) What is the solution? Problem is how to overcome it, face it, live with it. Try to work it out. Don't bother about failures. Once, twice, thrice. We will succeed ultimately because that is the law of nature. That is our real nature also. Will the technique of self-instruction work in long run. What kind of self-instructions or recitations one should make to achieve all goals? See, this question is so beautiful. Self-instruction means you are instructing yourself. Not that I am instructing. Self-instructing definitely helps. Because it is that which is constantly working. It is when you say I am weak. You don't say in the mouth but inside you feel is it not. Whether I can do or not. I feel covered. I feel frightened. There is some shivering. So psychologically very silently you are uttering in the mind. It is ultrasound. We can't hear it. You heard ultrasound therapy? Physiotherapy. When the noise goes to a higher pitch you can't hear it. When the noise goes, go to a sound goes to a lower pitch, you can't hear it. Only at a particular wavelength, we can hear. When the light is at its highest vibration, we can't see light. When the light is at its lowest vibration, also we can't see. At night, when the light is at its lowest vibration, we can't see. Owls and cat can see. If you put infrared glasses, you can also see. So in this also, inside this voice is going on. Both the voice, I am a giant, I am a pygmy. You have to instruct that. That voice is wrong. It's a wrong call. Many times we receive wrong call, is it not? This is wrong number. Whenever you get, I am weak. Last time I have failed wrong number, keep it down. So it gets disconnected. Connect it with the right number and give self-instructions. Definitely it works. It is self-instruction that is working in the world. If you say, inspirative books don't help us. When we are in trouble, we ourselves have to face. Then why your trust... Sell such books, it is to tell you that these books will not really help you. That we sell the books, these books are constantly telling you that these are just only guidelines to inform you that strength is inside. These books are like that letter in the envelope, go two feet deep inside. If that letter itself was not there, how to find out that there is something inside, is it not? That is why this trust sells such books. Really Swamiji and we don't believe that in front of the mighty nature of the human self, these books can do anything. These books, these temples, these gods all are most insignificant things in front of the mighty nature of the human self called Atman. But till you get to that nature, these are all like helping aids. Try to take some helps then slowly go over that, think over that what these books are telling. Man's nature is so glorious. Man is the greatest god that ever existed. He is the greatest god that ever exists. He will be the greatest god that will ever exist. Swamiji says he is the greatest god that is existing now. In front of the mighty nature of the human self, the whole universe pales into insignificance. But we have not gone to that level of spiritual height. So at this level, to get instruction, suppose if I want to go to Mumbai, I will ask, where is the railway station? Somebody says, there is a railway station, but I don't take that man until come to my house and stay. You are such a good man. After reading the books, keep the books on one side, because they have shown that we say, thank you, sir. Is it not? But we don't say, you are not useful. With this thank you, we give honours to him, respects to him. And he says, sir, go to the right, turn left, there will be a junction. There you will find Pune railway station. So we can't say, oh, sir, you are helping me so much. You are so nice, you are so wonderful. Why don't you come and stay with me? So similarly, we can't take the books always. Gather the essence of the book, try to bring it out. Because this book also has come out from somebody's inside, is it not? So that is why we sell the books. So that you people will understand that all knowledge, all power, all energy is inside you. Don't you think that it's going to be hazardous if all giants get awakened? Or there will be all Vivekanandas and Ramdas, no any common man. So this is a question put at a wrong time. That is after becoming a giant, after becoming a Ramdas, after becoming Vivekananda, you have to put the question. Is it not? So, this is an imaginary question. Imagining that if all giants awaken, something is going to happen. There's a wrong neurolingual programming. Somebody asked, If I change, what will happen to the world? If one man changes, the philosopher told, First to change, then put the question. You have wrongly timed the question. Become Vivekananda. When you become Vivekananda, what will happen? The way you look at the world will change, is it not? When you become a giant, The way you look at the world will change. And when the way you look at the world changes, the world also undergoes a change. We have proved that, is it not? According to your vision, according to your sight, the object seen undergoes a change. Vivekananda sees this world in a different way. So when you will become a Vivekananda, you will not ask this question. Before becoming a Vivekananda, a Ramdas, a giant, you have put the question. question is right, but asked at a wrong time. How to... How to start to change one's attitude from negative to optimistic. How to stick on to your self-confidence even in trouble. We saw that. It's all really wonderful. It is the thing that is going from inside. We gather experiences. We gather thoughts. Everything that is happening is sending messages to our mind. So these messages, when they are dark, it is dark. So how to put it? Go on suggesting. Go on reading. Thinking good thoughts. Noble thoughts. Inspiring thoughts. Tell that you are great. There is nothing else except to tell that I am great, I am great, I am great. Imagine! And then put the hard work behind it. Then the attitude changes. Attitude is what you think about about you, is it not? What you think about the world. This is called attitude. How it has gathered only through the external forces and something which you experience and brought it from your own inside, is it not? So, it has gone from outside to inside either through cinema, or through novels, or seeing the experiences of another of your friend failing, all these things have gone inside. Like the input, we saw so many pieces were put. Negative experiences are collected. You collect positive experiences, read good books, that is why we sell such good books. Try to put to your own mind that I am great, I can do anything and everything when others can do, when Einstein can do, when Newton can do, when Anna Azare can do, when Sachin Tendulkar can do. I need not score 35 centuries. At least I can score three to five centuries, is it not? Let me start. Somewhere you have to begin. Start doing it. This laziness, lethargy, mental inability to start is a brute. Break it. Break the shell. We will do it. Start. Apply your mind. When you start applying, only things come up. For that one beautiful is that I will tell you at the end. When I am trying to meditate, at that time my mind is full of thoughts, which is being an obstacle for meditation. So while meditating, is it compulsory to mind, that mind must not have thoughts? How will I meditate without any thoughts of mind? I have heard that mind leaves two parts, negative and positive. So really are there. Yes, really mind has got these two parts depending on what you what you feed inside. Put dark water, mind becomes dark. It is like a pot. Put distilled water, it becomes distilled. So it is the thought that is becoming action. I think we may not be able to meditate on Swamiji. So we told how this building was a thought in the mind of an architect. The Is it
1: harmoniously not? developed personality feels intensely the joys So here souls. you will see
0: in this slip, in this clipping, how thoughts slowly shape your character and destiny. They will project it on the wall. So everything we think thoughts, for the time being they disappear like clouds but they go inside our unconscious, subconscious mind, stay there, they come out as actions. Every action in this world has thought behind it. Before the mic was produced, they had a plan which was in their mind. Before we build bridges, roads, all these things are plans in the minds of engineers. Even before the world war is fought on the outside battlefield, these wars first start raging in the human minds of the leaders of the countries. That's why some great leader like Churchill told, before the world war begins in the outside world, Wars are fought in the human mind first. Then they project outside as action. Here they show the sequence of thought, action. Some of you must have already seen it. Again, go through it. Yes, start it.
1: The harmoniously developed personality feels intensely the joys and sorrows of the world. Such a person delves deep and seeks the meaning of things. It is only such a person who acts and converts feelings and thoughts into actual deeds. You sow a thought and reap an action. Sow an action and reap a habit. Repeated actions create tendencies and these tendencies slowly become habits. Sow a habit and reap a character. Good habits will reap a good character. Sow a character and reap a destiny. When you work towards building your character, you're bound to be great. You will reap happiness, peace, and joy. You make it sound so simple. But what is character? According to Swami Vivekananda, character Is the sum total of all the tendencies acquired through repeated thoughts and actions. If good tendencies prevail, the character becomes good. Character building is at the core of personality development. A man with a good character will have a clear mind, a broad intellect, and a strong will. So how do I build my character? To build your character, you must first ensure that your thoughts are noble, constructive and inspiring. Then follow the path of discipline to allow your personality to blossom.
0: So here you saw the chain of events in our life. Thoughts inside phase of our action is called thought. Before I wanted to come and sit here, I thought that I will go and sit here, is it not? Before you came to this Ramakrishna mat, after seeing the invitation, you thought that I will go and attend this personality development camp, is it not? Before that, there was a wonderful thought in your mind, the seed, like a small plant sprouting, I want to develop myself. Is it not? It is that urge, that thirst, that noble thought, that I want to become something good, something wonderful and shed the perfume of my personality in this world that I took an action, is it not? Anybody acts without thought, sometimes we act. Then we repent also, is it not? Without thought when we act, we repent. So thought merges, flowers, blossoms into action. So when this action is continued for a long time, What happens? It becomes a habit. So in the neuro-lingual programming, what we have to do is, every day, night before you go to sleep, and as soon as you get up in the morning, when the mind is fresh, put positive thoughts, try to imagine yourself in positive places, try to create pictures where you are constantly succeeding, or try to recollect those scenes where you have been honoured, where you have been successful, Where you had got victories, is it not? So as you go on thinking, this this becomes the action of the mind, is it not? Thought is the action of mind. Externally we have physical action. Internally we have thought as the action. As you go on repeating it again and again and again, repeated actions become what? Habit. So when the challenges, when the external world comes and meets you, habit comes. In habit, there is a great energy, is it not? Less labor, because we have practiced it for so many days, automatically it comes out. Cycling. If you don't cycle for two years and then start cycling, your thighs will start paining. But as you regularly do this action, perform this, it becomes a habit. And that repeated habit, when continued for a long time, it becomes character. Character is man's real nature. Character is what you are. It is a sum total of tendencies gathered through actions in life. Experiences in life, they all like chemicals, stay inside and create a chemical composition of your personality. So, what chemical you want to put? We saw in the ball, put
1: possible.